0: What's up, Warriors? It's Dells, Air Talks. And I've been on a good fame journey right now. Popularity, My popularity has went up since I got on here. And um, I've been still next to my stones. You know, I'm still going to stay steadfast on that. That's history. That's not a religion. So history going have to play uh, vital parts in what, what everybody do, not just their belief. Um, and as you get older, you realize people believe. Um, you don't want nobody believing in stones as much. Um, it, they have to know how to use their minds to heal themselves um, and how to deal with a lot of pain and pressure. You can't make somebody believe in certain things I've learned. And um, it's history. It's known to work. It's known to be used for multifunctional things. But um, I recently had a spill in this Lake Lanier. Um, and I, I I used to learn know how to swim. But I used to learn how to swim in like a three to five foot pool. So I used to race with, with the kids in the neighborhood. We used to do swim parties, fighting and all that involved off of Maxie Road, Federal Road in Houston. It's the east side. It's probably one of the, it's probably the least least suburban part of the east side of Houston that I know. You know what I'm saying? Most people know if you tell them Federal Road, Maxie. But I grew up over there, you know, like I said, pool. We used to have like little pool parties, I guess it we used to be on the weekend. And um, you know, me and my brothers we used to swim all the time. But that's when I was like goddamn eleven, twelve years old, okay? So I don't don't know how to swim now. I mean I ha- I'm, I'm not no pool chasing dude. I be too busy trying to hustle on on the street. I can't got time to jump in no water. You know what I'm saying? I don't go into no parties and get in no water. I barely do. I want to 9s. I done got older. But um, we, we recently had a spill. We fell in off a of jet ski into this 70-plus feet of water. Mind you, growing up, looking at that 20 feet, 18 feet pool going that way was scary enough. You know what I'm saying? Even if even if I did know how to swim, I didn't. I wasn't taught how to swim. I knew how to swim without being taught how to swim. Because I ain't grow up. at My mom wasn't smart enough to put me in the Boy Scouts. But she put my little brothers in the Boy Scouts because she realized. Maybe after having me, because I'm the older. But me, my brother, we fell in the water. And out in the middle of goddamn... Nowhere, you could put it like that. Beautiful houses, a lot of money, and I seen a lot of white folks and Spanish folks. Mexicans. I seen more, a lot of white folks. Let's just put it like that. I heard some Spanish music playing, but I ain't really get to see no I ain't really see no Mexicans up close. And we was the actual black we was the actual only black people now. And I um I was the photographer. I was doing this shooting for them. Um, for classy divas. And um the person who owns it, they named Pink. And she just go around on tours and, you know, get this money. And use music and performance to do it and team up. But shout out to shout out to Pink. She's a good friend because when we go we feel comfortable wherever we go with her. It's a comfortable thing and there's no, no, really no tripping. It's all, it's all love, you know. But we fell in that damn water. Ain't nobody know. Not even Pink. Not even who was with her. And my brother, I was trying to warn him. I was like, bro, don't do no tricks, crazy tricks while I'm on the back of here with you. Cause I had the camera. I was gonna do the camera. We lost the video. I tried to get the video. But we lost the video, the camera, and the lens on the camera. That's a big deal to my bro. Shout out video, I like Tony. We lost the lens. The lens is four hundred dollars. The camera, I bought it off offer up for three hundred. So he, my brother, and me combined lost close to a thousand dollars. Um, we also. He also lost his whole wallet, which was his fault. And he lost his keys to his van, which cost another hundred hundred and thirty dollars before we left. So we lost close to a thousand dollars just going out there we only was getting paid maybe um for, you know, fifty dollars a day. A piece. He's only out there for two days. But um took a big loss in Lake Lanier and it was a spiritual thing I couldn't get up after losing my camera I was sick, but I wasn't really sick, I wasn't really sick um, but I was my body was telling me hey, calm down um so long story short after all that said and done we fell into the water, I could barely swim, I was definitely in the water for at least a minute minute and some change before we got the jet ski. I felt he pushed us both off the jet ski. So we both fell into the water. The jet ski came back to the top. But I was about two, three feet away from the jet ski. No, no, no. Let me stop. I was about five to ten feet away from this jet ski. And like I said, it's a seven foot water. This water don't stop in I ain't been swimming since the goddamn fifth or sixth grade. Was just, now I look and see all these people underwater with scuba gear on. They look like they got it going on. They not scared. I'm saying I should have knew how to swim. If they had a stone that teach you how to swim, I would definitely pick that one up at that moment. But we both survived. The only reason why we survived is because I, I get the credit to my parents my moms and my dad giving me and my brother a strong mental uh, fight because that's what we needed because I couldn't swim and I had the key on my wrist so when we fell off the jet ski turned off and my brother he was closer to the jet ski but he ain't have the key I had the fucking key so I had to hold this camera on this stabilizer and swim with it. So it was even worse knowing that you're swimming with your, with a camera in your hand and it's not waterproof. So it made it even worse. But I made it work I think most people would have let go of the whole camera so they could focus on swimming. But I wasn't letting go of that shit. I used that shit actually to help me push forward and I finally got to the jet ski and climbed up. But I was so tired I stood there and I was like, I got it. I got a penny. I panicked twice, I panicked twice, but I had my life jacket keeping me up, so I was using that, and I was happy um, with that, but a little bit after the fact we survived, we got to the house, we didn't want to tell nobody, but we eventually had to tell him, because he lost, my brother lost his keys to the car, we had to call a locksmith, and um, he later on had to pay for it, I paid it. paid it in cash. I was telling them, for safety, keep uh, cash to pay the plug. The plug was the locksmith. It wasn't the drug dealer. It wasn't the TV host. It was the damn locksmith, because we wouldn't have been able to get it, get back to the house with that car if it wasn't for somebody with that locksmith. So I made sure I had a little bit to give to him, And uh, my brother paid me back 85, but he later got to the house and uh, his girlfriend fucked his car because he ain't had the money to pay the back the eighty five dollars. But back to Lakeland, there it's a really nice place. It's really rich. It's really rich. It make you want to stay there. Make you dream that you lived in a four five story house. That's a five story house. Make you wish you lived bigger. I was just happy living on waking up to the sunset. On that lake, and then but trees can't nobody really see you unless they just stalking. And um, man, that shit was great, but um, we survived it, which was the best thing. And I'm big on the signs and symbols and stuff, not the symbols, but the signs. And as soon as we got back, I seen what I like to call a Tahuti bird, which means. It's. It looks like um, either one of those. It looks like one of those um, pelicans, the storks, the long neck birds, the geese. It. It was one of those birds, and it was sitting there, as if it was a messenger, and it flew by all the people that was at this lake house, and it was right at the next walk um, walkway to the lake, to the next house. But it was so big you can you know you could see it, and it flew over the people that was out there. It was about eight ten people we was with um, somewhere around eight people, I think it was eight people all together, minus me and my brother and um, what what ended up happening is that bird was there, and i was and it's always a symbol to me when I see birds because it certain birds resemble certain um, 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 meaning symbols and stuff like that. You, I come up with them on my own with a little bit of help of history. Uh, you look at the metal nature, and all you see is birds. That's the uh, Egyptian hieroglyphs. It's written with bird symbols, and these birds can is put into different words depending on you know. Sometimes it's the strength of the bird, tenacity. How you know if it's a hawk. It's flying faster. If it's a falcon, it's flying the fastest. If it's a geese, it's representing love, abundance, and all this. So when you're hearing all these, it's more like like called the language of the birds. I'm just not particularly well-studied at it. I just kind of naturally feel my way around it because I'm to the age I can't let people put these rules and regulations on what I see and what I believe. Right now, I can't do it. I know certain beliefs that everybody believe. But if I'm going into something new to me, I can't go into it believing everything that somebody tells me that's true and that's fake. No. But the story all sums up back to the stones. Is what I'm trying to tell you guys. So, we... Make it, like I said, it was rough. We lose about $1,000 collectively. And I told y'all about the slashing the tires, which means we, um, you know, a lot of the traveling stopped um, instantly. It wasn't like, oh, we're going to get it back. It just instantly stopped. And it's always like that, man. You hit a lick two, three times, and, you know, it's out of your control how other people act and try to destroy it or fuck it up or lose interest you know I do that a lot I lose interest in a lot of shit by the way um, but I was thinking maybe a couple weeks later which is like uh, yesterday or two days ago um, meditating is to get the stones we always win is always saving our ass the stones and the energies that we always collectively having with necklaces and and um, bracelets and just other things is constantly saving my ass, of course. So I was thinking about it, I was like, um, damn, how the fuck did we not, nobody die in that motherfucker? Because after I found out that it's people dying in Lake Lanier almost, you know. Back to back, somebody said as soon as somebody said this maybe every other day, and then you learn about the city inside of Lake Lanier, that the history behind Lake Lanier. Why is the water sinking? Because it's foundation underneath the the water, and the and it's gonna continue to sink, and it's gonna have to continue to be maintain maintained. But it's a lot of old war money. Well, the people see they self as victorious over this Civil War thing too. So when I'm not knowing none of that, I'm riding out and I'm looking at all these white people. At they docks, and um, I'm just paying attention to them because wherever I go, I pay attention to the socio and the geo economics. People think I'm watching them. I'm just looking at. Type of cause, type of way people are social, they t- greet you. I'm looking at all that, and it changes in different areas, all the time. All the time, you can tell where the money is, and you know. But um, I was thinking something had me thinking. I grabbed my selenite wand, and I kind of, it kind of reminded me, yo, these stones might. Be protecting us from a lot of that low energy vibration that brings, you know, death, violence and a whole bunch of other things. And um I just wanna put that out there. I mean that that intuition came to me clear as day. So, you know, I'm just putting it out there. You know, you might be with the stones, you might have stones. Um, they could literally Change that low energy where you would have died until where you survived. Now you got more wisdom to tell others what to look out for. Now you can tell the younger, younger generation don't go up in these pools if you don't know how to swim. Make sure you know how to <laughs> make sure you not know do this. Make sure you know how to do this so you don't end up on a poster because um, while we riding by and we fall in this water, I'm seeing people that can see us falling in this water. But they might not have seen us or paid attention, but when we got back on the jet skis and we riding back to where we think we stayed, it's I see a white girl just relaxing, loving it, sitting back on the couch. She just she was looking directly at everything that was in our direction, even if she didn't see, which most people don't, um, she was looking at her. And I, hey, I panicked. I said, I yelled out, help. I'm like, help! Somebody bring that boat over here and help me, because I, hey, I had a fight, but I made it. And um, I started thinking about, like I said, stones protecting my ass. I had another issue where I had gotten to a bad accident um, and fell into something called Gravesman Graveyard uh, Dead Man Graveyard it's on the side, it's close to where I stayed in Atlanta and, went, and I, my car had dropped I was driving and it was rain and I lost control of the wheel and it's just headed for this damn ditch and it hit hit the sidewalk and then it dropped about 10-15 feet and um, I was goddamn scared as hell, and I was supposed to. In my opinion, I wasn't supposed to really make it, but it just so happened that the car went hood first, so I was able to open my door with a little, with a little push, and um, walked out of there. But what was so shocking was the fact that. The car, as soon as I had that fall and it fell hood first, um, it was white spots painted all around the car. It was white spots. just so happened it must have came out the airbag or something. And it painted the whole car. The only person that ain't get fucked up by this white paint is the bag I had in the passenger seat on the ground. And me, and was it no paint on me? Was it nothing on me? But it was paint all on the interior. It looked like uh, you know somebody had patterned it all around the seats, everything. I was the only one that ain't had a spot on. In my bag, in my bag, I had a plethora of stones, whole bunch of stones in the bottom of my bag and it was a little bit it was unzipped halfway open and um a little bit of glass got into it cause after the accident I had got arrested cause of suspicions of speeding nobody seen me speeding and uh when I went to go get my bag I forgot I had was was doing some organizing with the stones that same day and I was carrying them with me to protect my life. I carried them solely to bring the energy to protect my life while I was driving and, and, and I didn't die that day. I might have got locked up but I didn't die that day and uh, if somebody was sitting on the passenger side like I said where this bag of stones was yeah they would be dead because tree limb, a tree limb went straight through the window and it just looked really bad. I didn't get a picture of the car, but people was just amazed. Like, how the fuck? How the fuck is you still alive? People, even the cop was like, "How the fuck is you still alive?" I was like, um, "You know, it's regular. It, it's regular to some people, but I just want to say this: for all the people that's got these songs but don't know." don't have them activated don't know anything about any spiritual chakras and that um, it could pay it could pan out to be beneficial for you to have certain stones instead of rejecting it and a lot of people reject it because they don't have a belief <clears throat> capacity for God's natural materials you know what I'm saying and me and my dad was talking about this today Is you're supposed to use God's natural materials for man's problems and um, it's crazy because we was watching an idea that I always talk about when I speak about health and especially um, this big disease for 2021 I always say preventative medicine is the, is the mojo because it'll make you take what you need to take, a.k.a. a vaccine, or a.k.a. a sage bush, a.k.a. some cinnamon, a.k.a. some iron, a.k.a. some, pro, some protein, a.k.a. certain foods. It can be your vaccine also. A lot of these herbs can be your vaccine. You mix them up, take them one at a time. They call it a vaccine. See what I'm saying? But that's preventative medicine. That's if you if you already got it and um, you in the hospital, you already you already defeated. It's no preventative for that. You know, you gotta do whatever the folks tell you to do. But prevent yourself from, you know, catching it, re catching it. You make your vaccine. It was just God's natural earth. You understand? It comes from God's natural creations. It comes from not what some man can make. So, you know, right now I use oregano. It's my vaccine. You know what I'm saying? Whenever my body starts feeling ill, you know, I sip on some oregano oil and see how my body reacts to it. Um, the last time I took it was two days ago. I try not to take it so much that my body get regulated to it. But I take it when I start feeling um, anything that make me question anything. So this time my body wanted that oregano oil and water so bad I drank a whole cup and just didn't stop. Just let it all go to my stomach and you know, feel the reaction from it. Um, but, uh, preventative medicine, and we watching the dude run a commercial out of the motherfucking Clone City, California. Uh, clone State, California. And, um, he came not pay attention to the camera. He looked weird. He looked like a clone. He looked like somebody who they created the have all the information. You look like a doctor. But it's very question. It's very questioning. And, um, he talking about they have a place in Atlanta now where you could just walk in and meet a doctor at any time you feel like as far as a preventative medicine tip. You see what I'm saying? But that's really a idea I keep expressing is why the fuck is you worried about uh, a vaccine if you're not doing nothing why is the whole world worried about a vaccine if they should have been fighting from day one on not on some local shit basically on some local shit like uh, you know the city work together, create a tonic create some herbs to give away create some drinks to give none of that was being done in America so they wasn't using preventative medicine but all of a sudden, this dude pop up on Facebook talking about he got offices in Atlanta, California, New York about preventative medicine. But he looked like a drone, so it wasn't it wasn't regular. It was weird, and I seen it and had a conversation about it. Um, but I'm not trying to downplay any doctors. They do what they do, but some stuff is just don't sit right. Um. but yeah I appreciate let me take my time out to do this I appreciate anybody who is still listening still checking out my podcast obviously the is gonna keep going up on Anchor because they market so they market around the whole net so thanks for listening please follow whatever network you on And if you try to start your own podcast, check out anchors.fm.